Hello and welcome to episode 24 of the Metal Chat Podcast. My name is Melissa and I'm coming to you from Boston, Massachusetts. I'm here with my trusty co-host Maeve Kitty. And yes, it's been a minute since you've heard from me. Almost two months to be exact. The last time I dropped an episode was August 6th. It is now October 4th. Sorry for the delay. But if you follow me on Twitter, then you already know why. If you don't, I'll give you the Reader's Digest version. My job is a full-on dumpster fire, and I work insane hours. I don't have time to do anything, let alone a podcast. And they did this episode probably a week and a half, two weeks ago, but I decided I might as well just hold on to it because today is the one-year anniversary of this podcast. And yeah, it's kind of sad that it's only the 24th episode. I hope there's quality where there is no quantity. In honor of my anniversary episode, I decided to enlist my friend and very first guest, Ralph from Long Island, to talk about his thoughts on the new Iron Maiden album. I edited this quite a bit because we're friends and we were on the phone for like two hours talking about, you know, this, that, and the other thing, and a bunch of it was stuff that you wouldn't be interested in. (laughs) So I just condensed it down to just us talking about the Iron Maiden album and a little bit about Judas Priest. But before we get started, As always, I want to reach out and thank everyone for their continued support. It is very, very much appreciated. And with that, we're on to episode 24, Senjutsu with Ralph. Editor's note, I wanted to let you guys know that this was a Zoom call, and for some reason, my volume, the volume on my side, is louder than it is on his side, and I tried to fix it. I did fix it quite a bit, but it's still a little bit wonky, so I apologize for the fact that I sound louder than Ralph. Right, so Senjutsu. You want to go track by track? Um, yeah, that's cool. All right. Well, all right, let's, go, let's, go, let's just decide. Like, what? What do you? What's your overall feeling of it? Like, what? What is like? Let's. I, I I love it. I think it's I think it's um on par with um the post reunion. Uh, okay. I mean, it's not killers, but it's not supposed to be killers because they're not that band anymore. Yep. Yep. I agree. You know, I do think probably sacrilege for me to say this. It's like eighty two and change. And listen, you know, they could have shaved two and a half minutes here and there and probably made it a one one disc. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of overindulgent songs, I think, um, two in particular. But other than that, I I, I think it's great. You know, like well, I, I, do so too. I, I like it more than Book of Souls. I, I do, too. This album, I got into this album like pretty much immediately with Book of Souls. I kind of had kind of like had a seep into me, you know, yep. but yep. This, this album, like right off the bat, you know, I was like, wow, you know, I was like really pumped up. And, and I think their playing is better than it's ever been. I think the solos are, I don't think there's better solos anywhere on any other album. How amazing is Nico on this album? Yeah. Like he 100%. is the star of the show. I think he just like nails it. Every song just out the gate, just really, yep. really. I to- 100% um, agree with you. You're the guy in the band. He's, uh, he's, Pulling his, pulling his weight, that's for certain. No question on that one. I, and I just, every time like I listen to it, I, like more parts and it's just instrumental parts just come out of me. I'm like, right. wow, look at that solo. Like, look at those, you know, the way they're trading off solos. And I was like, man, I just was so happy. And I, yeah. I think they're firing on all cylinders. I really do. And I do I, too. I don't, you talk about sacrilege. I think the weakest part on the album is 
my favorite guy in the band, Bruce Dickinson. And that, and that's, I don't think he's weak by any, by any means, you know, I, I know it's, it's, you know, horrible to say, but I think the band is just amazing. Yeah. I no, mean, I, would amazing. I would agree with that. I mean, I'm, I'm really, I really love seeing Yannick get his due. You know what I mean? He's, um, he's stepped up on this album and he's done some really great work. Yeah. hundred you know? percent. Uh, you know, and obviously the bass is very prevalent in oh, yeah, a lot well, you know, you know. Most of the songs as well, you know, but other than that, I really truly like it, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm I, really do too. I do too. But like I said, I think, yeah, I think there are a couple of overindulges. Like, like I said, where they could probably have trimmed a little bit of fat and made it maybe, and maybe it would have ended up just being a one CD, but that's okay. That's okay. So what did you think of when uh, the writing on the wall came out? Did you like watch the video in real time and all that? Or no? Yeah. You know what? I was at work um, on a construction site in the summer. I'm trying to watch it on my phone and I, I was getting frustrated. I said, you know what? I'm waiting till I go home. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't, I, as soon as I got home, showered blah 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 sat down and watched it on the, on the big screen and it was a million mm-hmm. times better than trying to get it on my phone yeah no i actually um, took the day off i sat in front of my my tv <laughs> in front of youtube watching the, the clock awesome. go down like the geek that i am that's funny you know the video to me i'm really at this point in my life I, you know videos don't really mean much to yeah. me I thought it was, I thought it was you know very well made, but um I got into the song right away. I, I liked the way how it was different. I liked the different you know how di- how the changes were and and you know the temp. I really enjoyed it. You know yeah, I really yeah, enjoyed me, it when I first heard it. Me too. I mean, listen, they were never known for their videos, right? Their videos were always yeah. kind of cheesy. They were never really that wasn't really their thing. And you know, and like you said, it's not it's not really my thing. I mean, MTV Headbangers Ball back in the day, but you know that was yeah. thirty years ago. You know, yeah. So it's not really my thing either. But it was. I mean, I thought the whole Belgian feast it was it was a cool like thing you know if you were on twitter and you're following it and you're trying to you know follow the clues and everything i thought that they they're such a cerebral band i thought that they made it interesting you know what i mean the, to, to try to like guess what the name of the album's going to be or you know to sort of the theme or you know that that whole thing i thought that was marketing done right which we know i yeah. mean marketing right oh 100 percent Rod Smallwood's the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They l- took everything that they learned from Kiss and then they just multiplied it, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I thought that, you know, and I thought the video was was interesting. I mean, the thing about the video is if you watch it over and over again, you see like it'll east, little Easter uh-huh. eggs and stuff like yeah. that. If you know you're a maiden, you're, you know, yep. a casual fan isn't going to know. But for those of us in the know, you're seeing a lot of stuff. And I did, I thought that, well, we're getting kind of ahead of ourselves. So we'll, we'll go, we'll go in, we'll go in order. So the okay. first, song so the title track the drums kick in and man nico's on fire i think and again this to me is put nico aside i think it's the weakest song on the album to me really and i don't think it's and again i don't think it's weak you know it's not a well I, yeah i have a hot take later on you know, in the later on in the program quest, but it's not quest yeah. for fire but it's you know what i mean it's 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 just i think the other songs are better you know i just think I, all the other songs are better than this one i really like this song i really like this song i have a hot take later on down the list i do really i do really really like the song i think that it was a i think it's a great opener i think it's the way the drums kick in i think it's a good way to start the album Okay, you know, you know that's what. Yeah, I, no, no. I think you know, I re, you know, remnants the way Eagles there. You know, back in the day. You know, yeah, with, with um Nico opening up the show on '83. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I just you know what? I just don't like the way Bruce is singing on the song. I, he's like first song. I wanted to sing, belt it out. It just seems like he's laboring the whole time. Like kind of like um yeah. Reminds yeah. me of the end of um. Oh, what the heck am I thinking of? What, what is it? I got it right here. 
the really long song on um, Book of Souls about the PT one. Oh, um, oh, the um, yeah. Empire of the Clouds. Oh, Empire of the yeah. Clouds. Yeah, Empire of the Clouds. When um when it's in tr- when it's in trouble um and it, it, it's it's you know it's starting to firing out of control and yeah and and Bruce is screaming. That's how I seem to you know I think it's appropriate on that song, but on this one right off the bat, that's how it reminds me of like that part of. Empire of the Clouds. He's definitely right. higher in his register right. on this song, yeah. where I think later in the album, he gets a little more in his mm-hmm. more mid-range stuff, which I think is better is better now. You know, I mean, he's he's older, too. You know what I mean? No question. And again, yeah. I'm not trying to pick on Bruce here, you know? Like, no, 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 no. All time, I know. know? Like, I'm, no, I'm, I know. He, but... could do no, he could do no wrong for me, so... Well, no, I know, but you know, like real fans are going to critique. Got, like like I said, later on down down the line, I, I got some things to say. <laughs> and you talk about the, like critiquing, like when uh, Writing on the Wall came out, the, the, the amount of like um, negativity towards that oh, was yeah. like astounding to me. I'm like, this is a band that's been around since 1979 that has this 17th studio album and you're you know, bitching and moaning about it. Like in our realm of music, there is no other band that's out there still making relevant right. music. And making, do, you know, making quality new stuff like, I mean, else it, is... it makes no sense to me like like this is how society has come where we have to yeah. try yeah. to knock down a, a, yeah. one, you know a band that's still producing music that's still right. relevant and right. still and good they... enough to make music exactly i agree with you 100 percent on no that i think that me. that's just it's like it's crazy but you know like i said i think there's people that are just still like the knock that i hear of for this album in general is and it's the same knock that you've heard for the last 20 years is everybody's you know waiting for another killers yeah. they're not doing that they're not is they're not there you know and yeah. they need to sort of realize that this <clears throat> that's not what they do you know people are complaining about the long songs listen that's steve's thing all yeah. right that's what he does so i mean you should know this by now if you've been with this band for a little bit of time, you know that. You know that that's that's what you're going to get. So I don't think you should be surprised. I think some people were a little surprised the whole writing on the wall was a little bit of a departure, but I don't think it was a departure in the ba- in a bad way. I, um, I, I liked it. I, I thought it was different and mm-hmm. I enjoyed the differences and definitely a, a step out of their comfort zone a little bit, but I thought they nailed it. I did know, too. I writing on the I wall did, was great. I did too. I mean, we might as well just finish talking about writing on the wall and we'll go back to to Stratego, but I thought that it was kind of a continuation of the Smith Cotson sort of that okay. you can sort of see that maybe that's where, you know, that's kind of where uh, Adrian's head is was in when he was, you know, doing this song, when he was writing this song was kind of because he had just done the Smith Cotson thing. Yeah. Heard that, you know, that's more of a bluesy, almost has a southern rock feel at some time. Yeah, yeah. I said I did review this on one of my episodes and I did say that I thought that this beginning, beginning of this song reminded me of the Kenny Wade and Shepherd song Blue on Black. Okay. Which I love. I love that song. So yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, but yeah I mean I thought it was definitely I thought it was definitely interesting and like like you said it's out of it's out of their comfort zone. I mean a lot of people are like ah what are they coming? The country band now, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and I think it's going to translate great live. I mean, oh yeah, yeah it's going to be a great live song. I think they'll play it on the legacy stuff. You know, yeah, legacy I mean, it's going to be interesting to summer. see what they're going to do with the, that whole fiasco with you know the legacy, and then they're trying to like get this going as well, and you know how they're going to like mesh the two and everything. Because I will tell you that the set would be the, the stage set's going to look really really cool. The whole Senjutsu. Oh, hundred percent. You know, the whole Eddie's Samurai Eddie. Do you? What do you think of the Samurai Eddie? Do you like Samurai Love Eddie? It. I do too. Like it's great. You know, it's gonna. One of my next tattoos, I, I mean, uh, the one where it's just his face. Yeah. I, mean, I guess it's on the disc, you know? Yes. That, that's definitely um, my next tattoo. I'm yeah. No, I, right now. I, I, I just got to figure out a, a place for it. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I agree with that. I think I, I love it. People were bitching about the black background. It's like, 
come on, oh man. Like, God. really? <laughs> I think the black background works because there's a lot going on with Eddie. You know? I, it's, it's, it's great. I mean, the, the intricacies, I mean, how it's it's amazing. It's, it's beautiful. That, that's what I mean. I mean, Eddie is so incredible. They wanted this this intricate background behind Eddie, but there's so much going on no, with Eddie. Take it you, away. Don't like need, you don't yeah, need that. We you don't, don't need, need a power slaver somewhere in time. We don't no. need that. This no. is perfect. I, I agree with that. I, I totally with agree with that, but I, I think it's great. What did you What do you think about uh, the second song, uh, Stratego, the second single? You know, I it's probably uh, it's up there with my favorite on the album. It's mine as well. You know, I, I just it gets better every time I listen to it. You know, I try not to like when I first got, it, I tried to skip Stratego and Writing on the Wall and go right to the other right. songs. I did the same I thing. Find, I always find myself going back to Stratego. I, I want to hear it. I, I really like it too. And again, you know, um, this is Yannick is uh, in, heavily involved in this, and um, and I think that that's great. You know, it's funny. I was listening to this other this other podcast, uh, Maiden A to Z, which you might want to check out. Um, it's really okay. cool. But I was listening to them, and they were talking about they do obviously every single song, and they were talking about the song "Flight of Icarus." Uh-huh. And uh, one of the guests was talking about the song "Flight of Icarus," and when he made this analogy. I was I was on my walk and I was all of a sudden I was like that's the what's my explanation for Stratego. It's an epic song without being an epic length. Okay, yeah. Because if you listen to that song, I mean, because it's not a super long song, but no. it is an epic song. Yep, I agree. And and, I and think you could put them on any like you know pre Brave New World stuff, and it'll fit perfect. Exactly. I mean, you you could put it on um, Number to Beach. You can put it on Peace of Mind. It's Power Slaves. You know. Yeah, you put Definitely. that. You know, you take you take Lost for Words out of Power Slave and you put that out there. I, I also think that the, the song had a little bit of a dance of death feel to it. Yeah. Sort of yep. Reminded me of that, which I can think is whole the, the whole Yannick thing, you know, sort yep. of. And there's a lot of elements on this album that go oh. get through, like a lot of Final Frontier sounds. Me too. Of, um, I have my, life my notes, Matter of Life and Death. Yeah. Ghost in the Navigator. I got, yeah, yep. that's all my notes. Yep. Uh, yeah. Final Frontier, there's a lot of like, um, yeah. yeah. The one, um, you know, a lot of definitely, you know, good stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I really, I, I love Stratego and I think that's going to be really, really good live. I'm really yep. excited to hear that. What do you think about the song placement of Stratego and then writing on the wall? Do you think that that's a good place for writing on the wall? Yeah. It's sort of different than everything else, but I kind of think that's the only place they could put it. Yep. hundred percent. It would be lost anywhere else. You know, you can't, you can't put it in between two epics. It w- wouldn't make sense. Right. You know, I, I think it's a, I think it's perfect. You know, the only song that I don't think, that might have been could be switched around is possibly hell on earth. Maybe you know, put death of the Celts last. Yeah, but, but you know, listen, and I'm not complaining. I mean, it's still great. All three of those songs in a row are ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was yeah. listening to Talk as Jericho interviewed uh, Nico, and Nico was talking about how hell on earth. We're getting ahead of ourselves again. Um, yeah. <laughs> so much for doing this in order. How it fades out, and how he was saying he couldn't even remember the last time that they had a song that faded out. And I think that maybe that's why they put it yeah. at the end and, you know, it fades out and it's kind of like, okay, it's fading out. But again, I, I couldn't think of another song that they could put there either. Right. You know, right. That would come like kind of has that epic. No, because they like always, that. they always do that. They the always, epic, they always, they always, the epic like key that. is always at the end, yeah. right? The epic 100%. is always, they always do that at the end. But, and then, you know, and then it just sort of fades out. I think that's why I, I think that the first song really works because there's Nico kicks it off, kicks off, boom, with a bang. And then, and then the whole thing happens and then it just fades out. And, and there's really nowhere else to put Senju to either. So, I mean, I just think that they kind of bookend each other nicely, those two songs. So, so the next song, speaking of speaking of uh, matter of life and death, 
<laughs> I definitely think there's a matter of life and death feel to this song. What do you think? Um, this one, I uh, it took me a couple of listens to, to to like it, but now I love it because I kept thinking, all right, like like what if someone asked me what's my the least song? I'm like, all right, it's gonna be lost and lost word. But then you know, then I got into it. You know, then it's like, wow, all right. I can see where Bruce it, says that this is their moody song. moody yeah. blues song. You know, right? Yeah. He says this is, reminds this is us doing our moody blues song, and I can definitely see that. You know, I like the echo, the vocal echo. I like that. I definitely feel like it has sort of a matter of life and death feel to it. Mm-hmm. But I, I, yeah, it was, it was, that was a one for me that was a little bit of a slow burn, but now I do really, really. No, I, 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 I like it again, you know, just, yeah, like, you know, I, like when I remember listening to Brave New World for the first time, it took me a while to get into it. It kind of had to like seep into my being. And this song is one of those songs that seeped in. And now it's like, all right, I, I want to hear it when I, you know, when I turn it on. Yeah. Yeah. I also got like a, a Brave New World vibe for this song as well. Mm. Definitely. Yep. Sort of like a, maybe a Ghost of the Navigator type of feel for this song, you know? And, you know, and again, like, I think the lyrics on this album are second to none. Yeah. I mean, the, the, you know, I'm still learning them, obviously. I'm me too. My, my eyes, no matter what pair of glasses, I can't read them. Oh, well, you know, so. Tell me about it. I got a magnifying glass trying to, yeah, it's brutal. And then it's, it's the print against the, the, yeah, 100%. the color. Yep. The, the contrast is, you know, and I'm blind as a bat anyway. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough to see. But I guess you could, like, go online and yep. see a little bit. But, I mean, like, holy crap. Right. I mean, it's really a every song yeah, is, like, I mean, intense. Like, the lyrics are intense. It's not right. playful about anything. No, it's like, no. And, and I, it's and so good. I really like that they, you know, they're not meatheads. And they just, they're not going to sing about girls. And yeah, just, yeah, you know, yeah. blah, 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 blah. I mean, they're obviously older anyway. You know, yeah. they're not 20 but anymore. But they didn't do that when they were 20, really, either. Yeah. Well, they did have, you know, a couple of songs about stalking. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. they, you know, that that's not really... I mean, once Bruce got into the band, they got, they matured. And this mm-hmm. album is definitely a mature album because these people are grown-ups and they're writing mm-hmm. about more grown-up stuff and more interesting stuff. And I think that it seems to me that they they want to write about stuff that they're interested in. Do you know what I mean? Oh, 100%. I, I mean, I don't think they would... They've never been a band that would um, phone it in and, and be fake. And, right. and that was always important to them. They're not going to sit there like a Motley Crue and write about crap that they don't know anything about. Right. You know, they, they've always yeah. been real. And that's, I guess, the reason why we've been supporting them for 40 right. years, you know? Absolutely. Which it's been 40 years, by the way. I, mean, I know. Them, you know. It was 40 years, 40 years in yeah. July. It's the first time I yeah. saw yeah. them, June, too. June, June 30th, 1982. Yeah, you saw was, them, uh, you know, a year before July. Me. Yeah, I saw yeah, them so in July of 1982. was my first time. It was so. July 20. 1981 I think it was yeah it's been a minute but you know the, the you know there's been other bands that have that I've I still really like but I they've I've lost interest you know in them they've sort of I've sort of grown out of them that that's sort of what happened with Kiss with me I just sort of grew out of them but you know like again we go back to why we love them so much is because their their new music is relevant and their right. new music is still good you know Kiss comes out you know I don't want to hear modern day Delilah you know I I, I don't you know I, I want to hear Love Gone Harder Than Hell you know right. Bruce Strutter you know I that, right. that's what I want to hear when I see I don't want I want new Kiss material. I don't want new Motley Crue material. No, I'm almost I'm almost at the point now, which I'm not. I don't know if I want new Judas Priest material. Well, I was just going to say, we'll 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 talk about KK before yeah. uh, we're done here. We'll we'll, we'll talk about them because the last time we had the conversation, it was about Judas Priest, and we said we yeah. Iron Maiden. So now we'll do the opposite. <laughs> we'll talk about Iron Maiden, and then we'll talk about Judas Priest in the Iron Maiden episode. <laughs> Somebody said to me, oh, that Judas, you know, Judas Priest episode was good. But then you guys started talking about Iron Maiden. I'm like, well, we always talk about Iron Maiden. You can talk about yeah. the weather and we'll end up talking about Iron Maiden. 
Yeah. All right. All right so next so song. Days of, Fu- Days of Future Past. Again, I think it's a, a banger. I think it's quick. I, it gets right into it. You, I, you know, know, this is an Adrian Smith song. I mean, it's got his fingerprint yeah. all over it. Mm-hmm. This is all Adrian sense. all yeah. day. And I love the way, like when him and Bruce get together. I mean, it's just a good song. It's a short to the point, and it's it's old school. You know, I think, and I, and I re- I really enjoy it. And this is another one. I didn't like it right away. I didn't hate it right away. You know, a couple of listens in, I'm like, yeah, this song's good. And it's you one know? of my. And now it's one of my favorites on the album. And again, perfect placement. And, and yep. perfect placement. I, I agree. I agree with that. It took me a minute, and then and then it became one of my favorites. Actually, you know, also. So yeah, no, we really enjoy it. Everything. Yeah, I mean, my um, my notes are really just that you could tell this is an Adrian song. Uh, the smoking guitar solo. I mean, it's just got a great yeah. guitar solo, and the drums again just sound fantastic in this song. They sound really, really good. Every solo on this album. Oh by yeah, one, by any by any of them is better than I think it's you know I've they've always been like the, the solos have always been kind of like the last thing that I discover in an Iron Maiden song and usually it's the song first the vocals blah 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 the, the, the lyrics and then I'll get oh wow this you know intricate parts you know but this album hit me right away with the solos like wow yeah. like yeah they they really definitely definitely have stepped up their game with the solos and like you said all and all of them you know I mean Dave doesn't have any writing credits on here but you know his solos are still you know but on yeah. all right next next up got that time the time machine. So this, to me, has an X factor feel. Oh yes, very absolutely. Right, the beginning of it sort of reminds me of a uh, look to look to the eyes of a stranger. Okay, and it, and then when it, when it kicks in, I, I think it just turns into like a fun song. You know, like for me, it's like a fun reminiscing, know, you know, reminiscing or whatever yeah, it is. Or yeah, like, I know, can see this song yeah, on Final Frontier. The time machine. You know, I, I just see a guy just like you know talking to someone. Have I ever told you about my time machine? Yeah, and the things I've been. I just love it. I just see this. I like I picture it, you know, when yes. like, I get pictures. You definitely see the vision, the sort of the video in your head of this song. Yeah. I think I could see the song in Final Frontier. It mm-hmm. kind of looks like it would, given the theme of that album, it would kind of fit on that on that album. When, no, I, when I, I first when I, when I first heard it, it had like a little campiness to it. But yes, then, like then once I got into it, I was like, oh, no, that's just I just like I, I became a part of the character saying, you know, like, wow, you know, he's this guy wants to talk about his time machine, where he's been. And it's a guy, you know, I'm like, wow, you know, then I got into the lyrics and then that was it. Really, really. Yeah. yeah. That also, and also you can some brave new world. You can feel a little bit yeah, of everything yeah. in this, in this song. Yeah, yeah I definitely I agree. agree. I do. Next one. Uh, then we go on to disc two, my friend. Yes, we do. Yeah, little, our friend Winston Churchill. Yeah. Um, yeah, this... you know what? I think it's a, I think it's a great opener to disc two. Mm-hmm. You know, the seagulls, the beach. You know, and then talking about you know, you know the the, the decisions. Well, the, there's always, there's always, there always has to be one song about World yeah. War Two. You know, it's yep. like a, the obligatory and, uh, song about World War Two. And I think it's great. Again, I do too. it's a great beginning to uh that disc two, and it's the only yeah. song that could have started disc two. Yeah, I agree with that, and it's definitely. Um, Ballady without being schmaltzy. Yeah. Okay. I'll go with that. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know, I mean, it's a slower song. You know, it's, I guess it's considered a power ballad or whatever. It's close as they get to a power ballad. Of course, they do power ballads about war, not love. <laughs> yeah. And again, the solos in this song are oh, like beautiful, beautifully done. Red beautifully dick. done. I just, this is a, it's yeah. a tasteful song. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yep, you're right. My next one. Uh, Death of the Celts. All right. Here's where I have a hot take. All right. This might be my least favorite song on the album. Wow. Okay. 
So here's the thing. First of all, let me just tell you that that part that the solos, that part in the middle is unbelievable. Unbelievable. That whole passage, it's just phenomenal. Some of my favorite soloing on the album. It's the stuff around it that doesn't really work for me. Maybe it's because it's too Klansman-y. I just sort of feel like Klansman Part 2, it sort of remind me of like... 100%. Unforgiven part two, right? Or whatever. Right, everything right, is right. there. The sequel of everything is never as good as the original. Yeah. <laughs> when my, my, um, my son heard it, my son, Jake, that you met, um, he was like, dad, it sounds like the Klansman, you know, and, you know, in a good way. He said, oh, it sounds just like the Klansman. I was like, yeah, a little bit, a little bit, you know, and a little dance of death in there, you know. There's a little dance of death like in there. The Irish, you know. Yep. Yep. There is a definitely a little, a little bit of uh, the jig. Yeah. I mean, I just, I kind of wish it was less Klansman-y. Yeah. I love that. Like I said, that middle rips. It's just yep. rounded. It's just kind of like, because it's the same, it's the same Klansman rip or whatever it is. It just change it up like a tiny little bit. Yeah, and it just, it's kind of, I mean, I'm sure, listen, it's going to be amazing live, right? Yeah. It's going to be amazing live. Well, everything's going to be amazing live. But <laughs> I just, for me, I think, and it, again, like you were saying before, not a bad song on here. Don't hate anything, but I would say it's probably my least favorite. Okay. I, I you know what? I like it, but, you know, if I skip, well, I can't say that because the next song is um, a little different for me. So, all right, we got Death and Celts. I like it. You know, it, it's, it's just a you know, very good Iron Maiden song. Definitely sounds a lot like the Klansman, but, it, yeah. it, you know, it's, it's total Iron Maiden-esque. You know, they didn't. Oh, yeah, they got the gallop and everything. It's definitely yeah, I mean, Iron Maiden. It, and then, like I said, it's a ripping bang in the middle there that's just phenomenal. Yeah. It's just like the, the beginning the middle and the ridiculous. end is just like, the middle is excellent. Yeah, the yeah there's about four minutes in the middle, three and a half minutes in that's the middle. Just that's just phenomenal. Super good, yeah. Phenomenal. But then, yeah. you know, the end, the, the beginning and the end is like. See, that's where I get on the next one, the parchment. Now. The Parchment, I think, is a good song, but it could be shorter. I mean, I think the only that song could that, be that I really, really think I'm like, it doesn't have to be almost 13 minutes. It, yeah, I think it could be. Could be eight that, that's minutes. what I'm saying. They could have they could have trimmed right there and then, you know, it would have been one disc. They could have. I think that they definitely could have edited some of the song. You know, what's interesting about this song is, like I said, I was listening to um, Nico on uh, Talk is Jericho and he said this is his favorite song on the album. Really? OK, yeah. Did yeah, song, which, I, I think I, it's a little overindulgent. A I little, was just going to say that, very indulgent. Yeah. Um, and this is the only song that I think of that, where I think in Book of Souls, there was like three or four songs that were like, oh, geez, here they go. But this is the only this is the only um, song on the album that I'm like, all right, let's go. You know, I, you know, let's go. Yeah, I think and I think if this song lives, the thing about this song lives, I think. It may lose some people. It might be dragged out. This will be my bathroom. People go, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to go get a beer. I'm going to, you know, like, or I'm just going to check my phone or whatever people do. I don't, you know, I don't check my phone, but I think it may, people might lose lose a little bit of of interest, you know, in it. Because if you hustle and go to the bathroom and come back, you'll be at the same exact part because there's like three minutes of the same chorus over and over and over. And and that's, again, like, kind of like, uh, the beginning of um you know x factor you know where it's like it's like enough yeah let's go. Uh, yeah are you gonna are you standing in the rain wind in the rain let's go let's oh go. yeah yeah no, i mean i, I mean i think remind me of. yeah i mean there is the what the parchment does sort of have a brave new world feel to it but i definitely think it's just it's elongated yeah 
I think this yeah, is definitely the one where they could have. 12 minutes, they 39 seconds. I think if it was yeah, eight and a half, eight, nine minutes, it would be a lot better. It would be. You know? And there's your three minutes that would, would make it 100%. one minute. There you go. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're in agreement on that. And again, good song. And it, like, and you, you know, it's funny that you should mention uh, about it being, you know, we talk about it being elongated because in my notes, I wrote that it had a um, a Book of Souls feel and that vibe. That's part of the thing where it's yeah. because there's some stuff that is just sort of like, uh, I think this is a little gratuitous. So, yeah, this that song. Yeah, I, I, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't grab me because it kind of bores me at times. And I, yeah. I'm being bored by my favorite band. I mean, I, I don't skip anything because I'm usually I have this on yeah, and I'm usually doing my walk yeah. or whatever. But, yeah, I can sort of see like you're like, oh, is this still the same song? <laughs> Whereas I never feel like that with rhyme. Oh, like never, rhyme never, doesn't never. do that to me. I never go. Oh, yeah. is this still rhyme? Yeah, no, you're right. And I, yeah. I never, I never feel that way with, uh, you know, where the wild wind blows. I never right. feel that way. I never feel that way with Empire of the Clouds. Yeah. yeah but this song's like, all right, get on with it already. For some yeah. reason, it just, it loves yeah. me. And there is a, and, there's a, there's some parts that just, and like you said, there's sort of a repetition going on. I think that yeah. that's where, which is, listen, repetition has always been kind of their Achilles heel throughout mm-hmm. their dis- discography. If you ask me, I mean, even like lyrically, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Don't you think I can save you? How many times you? say that you know what i mean all right already i get it well that, that's the worst song you ever written well it is it is i oh, well i agree with that well i don't know I, I, the uh, weekend warrior and Aber- the aberration oh uh, uh, well i'm just like this as far as a single goes <laughs> but yeah like, yeah that yeah, I, real, real, I can't real. believe that they thought that was a good song no we, no we i know <laughs> we do digress because um i agree i agree with that song i had said um i don't remember who i had said this to but i had said that i thought that it would be a great song if they trim the fat and John Bon Jovi released it in 1987. Yeah, yeah. With that that <laughs> keyboards and stuff, it the just sort of like has that sort of that sort of Bon Jovi yeah. 1987 yeah. feel. But yeah, so I just I, I agree with that. I agree with that. That sometimes they don't. And this and this kind of goes back to this whole discussion about Kevin Shirley, right? You know, he's, mm-hmm. he's you know, is it is is he there because he's not going to edit Steve? He's not going to say to Steve, you know, trim it in, man. You know, whereas somebody like Martin Birch was a, probably a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more. Nah, I think yeah, you know, imagine like how long the Tame Land would be if uh, Kevin Shirley was producing. Oh my God, <laughs> Alexander the Great would be like yeah, eighteen minutes long. So I, you know, you know, I mean, there, that's that's always been well, that's been one of the knocks of Kevin that he's you know that he doesn't he doesn't assert himself enough. But you know what? That's the band too. You know, like I'm. Well, listen, this is, that's what Steve you, wants. You, know, you are, you are where you are. You know, right. and there's no one else that could do these songs that are that are long like this. You know, you know, maybe a dream theater, maybe, but other than that, you know, epic songs like this. All right, next. Ah, uh, so we got the last one, Hell on Earth, which I, I again has a couple of parts that I think could be trimmed. Not as many as the parchment. No, no, nope, I agree with but that. I, I love how the song ends. I do too. I, like, I think you know, the fader is, you know. Um, Keeps going over, you know, love and anger, lost and anger, you know, just really, really good. It um, definitely has a sign of the cross feel, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely get that vibe. And this is a, this is probably the last song that I got into. For some reason, let's say if I was driving, I, I always arrived at my place, you know, my destination before the song came on or whatever. So it took me a while to get, get to hell on earth. You know, I had to actually like get 
you know, yeah, yeah. Everybody was you saying know, a lot of people, right? Like I right out the gate, were like, this is my favorite song. This is my favorite song. Yeah. But it took me, it took me a minute to, to, I, I love the song now. I do definitely yeah, love too. the song. Yeah. But like you said, yeah. I, you know, like probably a minute, they could probably trim a minute off of there, whatever. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it does have um, very much a um, sign of the cross feel. But you know what? This song, I think, is a great blues song. I think Bruce sounds very, very good. He does. On it. I love he does. I love about the, the choruses. And this is, this is the song the most that I didn't recognize. I didn't notice that the solos as much. I noticed Bruce right away. So I think Bruce stands out really well on this song. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the band obviously is great and everything, but as far as, you know, things that hit me right away, definitely Bruce on this song. Yeah, no, his really, vocal, really I think his vocals are, his vocals are really great on this song. They're really, yeah. really great on this song. So what do you think they're going to do about, so I, well, you're like me, you're obviously very pleased with this album. Yep, yep. I am as well. Hey, you know what? And it, it's it's kind of like if someone was telling was, was ranking on me today at work. They're like, "Well, you know what? If if they just came out and farted on an album, w- would you like it?" I'm like, "Yeah, probably." <laughs> you know, because oh, I am so biased. Well, I, but, yeah, um, I, but you know, I am. I mean, I'm biased, but you're yeah. not a sheep because if you were, you no, wouldn't no, be talking will, about. Listen, if it's you crap, wouldn't be I'm talking about crap. right. You wouldn't yeah. be talking about Angel and the Gambler. You wouldn't be talking about they could trim the parchment or whatever. Yeah. I mean, we can be super fans. And still yeah. be objective. It's sort of like, and I was telling somebody this analogy, it's like our sports teams. You know, I'm from Boston, you're from New York, and they're both yeah. sports towns. And it's like, you can love, you know, your baseball team, but if they're fuck up, you're going to say something. You're not, you're not, you know, I might love you, but you suck tonight or whatever, you know. Yeah, so, yeah listen, I'm a Met I'm a Met fan, so yeah, I, I feel that yeah. quite often. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, the, but that's what I mean, you know. I mean, I'm a Patriots fan, and, you know, everything with the Tom Brady leaving and everything yeah. and all this other crazy stuff going on. I mean, you know, we're not, you know, like, he, he fumbled the ball the first game and, you know, Mac Jones and all that, but we can still be fans and still be critical and still, you Absolutely. know, and yep, still I talk do. about, you know, this is where, you, you know, you need improvement or whatever. Not that, you know, n- neither one of us are in a band and neither one of us yeah. to do this or whatever, but for playing baseball or football or anything. But yeah, I mean, I think that that's, I think as a fan, I think it's important. I think if you are, if you're a real fan, I mean, the casual fans, they don't know and they don't care yeah. and they just go and they'll just, you know, they want to hear run to the hills and, you know, whatever, which yeah. I love yeah. as well. But you know what I mean? They're not, they're not all in and they're not, they're not going to sit down and have an analysis about this. Yep. You know, they're not in, in any, any hurry to do that. So, I mean, I think that that's no, you're right. 100% right. That's why we, we are what we are. That's that's what we are. So that's why we found each other and I thought that's it. And that's it. We're still hanging out talking. So that's exactly, exactly. Yeah. So that's it. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh Judas Priest, are you going to see them? Yes, I got um October twenty seventh, I think it is, and um the Prudential Center in Newark. I'll be there with Sabaton. Whom I love, yeah. by the way. I love Sabaton. I love Sabaton as well. I love it. They get a little schmaltzy too, but I I love them. But that's, that's, that's that's the idea. That's the, that's, that's the whole point of it. So they they do. They're always, and they're always fun to see. I'm I'm hoping the fans, you know, very good. I'm I'm hoping to go to a metal festival in Mexico. My fingers crossed because we don't really know what's going to happen. But if that's the case, then I'm going to, I'll have to somewhere down, down the road, find priests somewhere and go and see them. But they're in my area right after they're in your area. You know, if I don't go to, if I don't go to Mexico, then I'm going to you know, pop over and see them. They're playing in, in Worcester, and I think they're also playing in Connecticut. So I'm going to try okay. to figure that out. What did you think of the set lists? Have you seen the set lists? Well, the set list that they played um, in Scotland, whatever. No, where, well, my friend Graham from Scotland, he went. Yeah. That set list was better than. Oh, Bloodstock. At Bloodstock, yeah. He went to Bloodstock, Bloodstock. Yeah. yeah. That was like the first show of their of the tour. Yeah. And now it's a little different. 
you know? Yeah, they, so, um, they, they but it's still it. great though. I still like it. I, I still saw yeah. that. Uh, I mean, you know, I, they, listen, they, they I'm took out Exciter. I wish that I wanted them to keep yeah, Exciter. That, I like that's Exciter too. I really wanted to hear Exciter. I'm, I'm interested yeah. to see, um, and I haven't even gone on YouTube to like check it out to see Rob do Victim of Changes because I, I mean, can he hit that note? I don't know. Yeah. I don't you know. know what he, I read, you know, some days he nails it, some days he doesn't. But yeah. I, I've seen him nail it way more times than I've seen him not nail it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean it's nice to see him try to nail it as as opposed yeah. to, you know, trying to do a do uh like have somebody behind the curtain or whatever. You know, I, I really love Blood Red Skies Live because then you get the real okay. drums that make yep. that song so much better than it is on the record. And when was the last time we saw that live, right? Was right. Ninety like one. Yep. Yeah, 91 probably. And I'm not yeah. even sure if they played it on that tour, to be honest. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. I don't, you know, like, yeah, I don't even know if they even played it that oh. night. You know, that whole album is not really a fan favorite, you know, so they don't go out of their way for that that album, you know. I mean, even this even this time around, it's it's painkiller heavy, which is fine because, you know, I love yeah, painkiller, you know. You know, and they do rock a roller, which is cool, yeah, you know, that they pull out the um and i've never seen i've never seen any i've never seen that live either so i've never seen them do i don't i cannot recall yeah. ever seeing them do rock and roll live i don't think no, they because you know the thing was is that they did that album and then they went metal and rock and roll wasn't really a metal song because that whole yeah. album isn't really a metal i don't even yeah. know if you'd call it proto metal i don't you know it's kind of more of a 70s hard rock album yeah and then they kind of abandoned that whole thing and it's almost like they just kind of like you know let's not talk about that let's sort of forget about that but now they're you know they're embracing it and they're bringing it back rob looks like a uh, grandpa metal yeah <laughs> that's, that's funny but uh so, so what do you like think to see them yeah what about um kk's priest what do you think about that? Um, you know what? I would definitely see it if it was came around my, hey, you know, my area. Okay, in a you know, club. Ripper, Ripper's always going to be good. Yeah. A buddy of mine just saw Ripper. Um, I don't know. It was like about a month ago. I forgot who he was playing with. It's like a jam bunch of guys. Oh, was that out in LA? He did something out. He did it in New Jersey. Oh, all um, right. Oh. He did it in like a small little bar in New Jersey. And he just, he just played like metal songs. Yeah. You know, he did play one-on-one, which is a, his, his probably his best song I yes think. yeah that's my yeah. favorite pre song from those two albums so that's it i can't right. thank you enough for coming on i really Always appreciate you coming on yeah i mean this is this episode is kind of a long time coming because like i said it's been a month since i've been able to do it every time i've tried to do something you know it's it hasn't worked out no, so i'm really really, really glad asking. oh yeah well i love to talk yep. to you it's it's Absolutely. um it's a good excuse to to catch up <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. That's true. <laughs> and 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 always and always, um, you know, you know, we both love the same stuff, and so it's always yeah. interesting to talk about stuff and to get your opinion and where you, how you feel. And we'll see us. each other real soon, hopefully. You know, yes, so share, share, yeah. share, be together. Maybe even I, sooner I, if I see any stuff in the NYC area, I might uh, zip down because, like I said, I don't. It sort of depends on if, if I go to Mexico. There might be some some shows I might have to catch elsewhere. All right, we'll keep in touch. All right, All right bye. Yeah, we'll see you soon.